0: the tutors of life podcast where we research life so you don't have to episode 236 this is your host sean tudor
1: and this is sam and this is a talk episode where the tutors talk so we're in boston massachusetts Mm -hmm. we're actually technically in canton
0: canton we were in boston for the day um boston drivers are wild
1: the worst
0: they're not good no they're not good we watched a dude just at a stoplight, at a stoplight, just drive forward. He, they were both stopped. Just drive forward and smoke. A not even
1: smoke. I mean, he kind of like, he ran into it, but not smoke it.
0: Okay. He ran into the Range Rover in front of him when the light was still red. Yeah. And the guy was in like a shitty Camry. Yeah. It's like, dog, what are you doing? What are you doing? I
1: honestly think he probably was, like, looking at his phone and didn't realize his, like, foot came off the brake a little bit and was just, like, slowly rolling forward.
0: I don't know, dude. It was harder than just to roll forward. That is true. It's like he thought it turned green, went on the gas. Wham! Anyways, so that was impressive. And then um just the driving in general, Incredible. Wild. Incredible. And, dude, honestly, this is crazy. So, I don't know. We can't say it for YouTube, I don't think, right? The vid? No. Okay, so the vid. It still exists on the East Coast. Yeah. The amount of motherfuckers wearing masks um, in their cars by themselves, walking down the street
1: by themselves. And there's, themselves, like, no one around.
0: Nobody around. Wearing masks everywhere. The, I I I. It's been so long since I've seen people like religiously wearing masks that I forgot about it. And I'm here, and I'm like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. All sorts of people wearing them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So do you remember, like me. in Asia, like
0: yeah, we're people, not in Asia, baby.
1: I know, but people did wear them all the time. Like people over there, if you're sick, that you wear them.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. We're in the East Coast.
1: Yeah, but it could be like Asia now. It's not. You never know.
0: mm Mm-mm. No, I do know. Um, because a lot of those people we saw today did not look sick. Anyways. They looked handicapped.
1: Yeah. That, oh. is, that is a thing. So, yeah. Uh, how's our trip going, Sean?
0: Going pretty good. Um, going really good. Yeah. Want to give a breakdown?
1: Yeah. we um, So, day one was last Thursday, so a week ago. Uh, we went from Eau Claire, made a little pit stop in Milwaukee to meet uh, a friend of mine's new baby. And then we made it all the way to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was really cool to drive into. Very cool. Um, we were only there for the night, which, looking back, kind of sucks. But it was only, I mean, it's only thirty hour drive in total. I think right. it's less than that, actually. Um, so it, that's definitely a place I would like to go to again. But you're literally, like, driving through the mountains, and you just come down this hill and go around a curve, and all of a sudden there's skyscrapers. Yeah. It was so cool. Uh, so we made it to Pittsburgh, slept for the night, ate at a really good breakfast during the morning, back on the road again, made it to Scranton, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I spent the day there and that was meh.
0: It was all right. It was all right. It was was fun enough.
1: Yeah. Um, Obviously, stopped there for the office and that was about it. Uh, And then we ate at
0: another good breakfast joint.
1: We've eaten at a lot of good breakfast joints. Yep. Um, And then Sean got to do his extreme experience. Yep. Uh, In I did Poconos, a ride along. Yep. Poconos Pennsylvania Poconos Pennsylvania which is a really cool track because you literally are pretty much at the top of the mountain you can't really see anything obviously uh, but it's just cool to go through the cool winding roads with the fall leaves changing and then you get to the top and there's this racetrack yep uh, what did you drive Sean uh, Porsche
0: 911 GT3 how was it sick as fuck mm-hmm It really makes you think, like, having money would be cool.
1: Yeah. It it was really cool because we did the lead car. Yep. So I did a ride along with that, too. And that was really cool because it was a guy who's been driving for decades. Yep. And he does the first lap kind of slow and points out to, like, Sean, like, okay, you're going to go here, do this, do that. And then the second two laps, he just rips, floors it. It was so cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ripped.
1: Yep. Uh, I got a video of Sean driving his the Porsche.
0: Looks like I was going about three miles an hour. Yeah,
1: I was just like watching him and I was like, "Wow, Sean's going so slow." And then afterwards, he's like, "Oh, I got up to 120." Yep. And I was like, "You looked like you were going maybe 50." Mm-hmm. It was so fun.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a good time. It was really that the the car the handling mm-hmm. um was insane it's just different you know Yeah, cars that we drive don't handle like that and uh you think you're going too fast for a corner and then it takes it easy and you're like oh i could have went way faster mm-hmm. through those corners like way faster um but the shit we drive you don't it, they don't do that.
1: Yeah, they don't handle that well. No.
0: So, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, A, a nice car like that would be cool. Yeah. would be really cool.
1: Yeah, so on our way back down the mountain, Sean was really sad that he wasn't driving a Porsche.
0: Yeah, I'm just driving this fucking lumber wagon through the mountains, twisty-turvy. It's just, yeah. But, so, there's extreme experience going on, on the one side. The other side, they were doing drag races.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: There was so many sick ass cars and trucks just lined up coming into the racetrack and then everywhere in the racetrack every sort of car you could think of supercar sports cars muscle cars drag cars lifted trucks built trucks everything um for drag racing it was um wild to see yeah. i've never seen that i've never seen like that diverse of a crowd of vehicles and like that much shit going on in one area mm-hmm. so that was really cool to see um made me feel like a peasant which yeah. is cool yeah yeah like yeah. always Yeah, it made me feel like a peasant mm-hmm. i was just blown away at like the money there yeah people dude like you know in eau claire you might get some people with some you got the occasional like corvette driver you got some people with some built cars like muscle cars whatever some like the cars we've
1: seen a couple i mean challengers and
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there's you know the the typical all that stuff but when you're just seeing like porsches lambos ferraris and then you're seeing Supras, supra's uh it just and then, and then, then you see the, the the challengers, the chargers, all built up,
1: and they just sound so pretty. They, they
0: just sound ridiculous, and you just the amount of money
1: mm-hmm.
0: you just don't you don't have that no in Eau Claire at all. You don't
1: even just like driving down the highway. We saw. Porsches and for and Lambo, Lambo
0: is far you. you're just driving and you're looking on the other side and every minute is a, a sports car supercar driving by and it's like how are you here when there's so many up at the top of the hill and there was also when we left oh yeah where there was we a- left there was a full parking lot at their like uh what was it, their hockey rink or something
1: yeah, it was their arena.
0: Their arena, they had a full parking lot full of uh, like auto auto cross racers. So you got like auto cross here, forty minutes up the mountain, you got extreme experience, and then on the other side you have drag racing. And I'm like, how is there this much money in a forty, an hour radius? Yeah. How, like what the fuck is this? So anyways, it was sick. It was a lot of fun. Really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And then where do we go after that?
1: Uh, we spent the night in Brattleboro, Vermont.
0: That's right. And where did we stop on the way to Brattleboro?
1: We stopped at the happiest place in the world. Yankee Candle Village. So in South Deerfield, Massachusetts is the Yankee Candle Village. And it is so cool. It is massive. hmm So massive. Um... I think during the week, they do uh, tours of the candle making factory, too. So we didn't get to see that. Shocks. Yeah. But this place is massive. Like they have not just candles. They have Christmas decorations, Halloween decorations. They had a Harry Potter section. They had a kid's section. So toys and puzzles. They even had Legos in there, actually. Home goods. You could buy any kitchen utensil you needed. They have Everything
0: couple of restaurants
1: a couple of restaurants a brewery it was so cool
0: just ridiculous too much shit dude so was, much shit
1: it was so good and they have some candles that you can only specifically buy from there so we did buy some of those
0: you bet mm-hmm. so yep yankee candle village
1: yep and then so we drove up through vermont we realized after the fact we haven't we didn't stop anywhere in new hampshire which is fine. It's fine. We drove through it. Uh, Vermont and New Hampshire, I think, are my f- two favorite places we've driven through.
0: They are very nice to drive through. Very, very nice. Yep.
1: Uh, we So we stayed in the night in Brattleboro and then we purposely took the slow way up to Portland, Maine. Yep. So it was about an hour longer, but it was just wonderful because we were barely on the interstate and just got to take like little small state highways. So they were so pretty. Oh, we
0: stopped in Gettysburg too. We did stop in Gettysburg. Yeah, yeah. Okay, keep going. That. Sorry.
1: Um, so yeah, we got to go through these little towns, and uh, it was just, uh, it was just beautiful with the trees and leaves and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we spent a couple of days in Portland, Maine. Anything exciting in Portland, Maine?
0: Did the uh, um, what is it, the tour of the mansion, the mansion tour?
1: Yes, the um, it wasn't the Hammond Castle, it was the Victoria Mansion. Yeah,
0: Victoria Mansion. It was sick. Uh, it was really cool. And then ate some lobster rolls at Becky's Diner.
1: Mm-hmm. We had lots of really good food. Dude, in that place was Portland.
0: bomb. And then what was the uh, what was the one we ate at? The last place we ate at.
1: The. I can only think of the coffee. Oh, uh, duck fat. Duck fat. That place was amazing. That shit was so
0: good. Oh yeah, duck fat was so good. And then we just, well, we drove around Maine a lot. Mm-hmm. Checked out a lot of different shit around Maine, lighthouses, piers. Um,
1: a lot of parks, which was really a lot pretty. Of parks.
0: Yeah, it's just it's like once you got out of the town, the town was okay. It was right on the ocean, which was sweet. But once you got out of the town a little bit. Uh, it was super cool. Yeah,
1: it was a lot of these really big mansions. Our yep. drive in, there was all these big, massive houses. They mm-hmm. were so pretty. Um, and just on, like, some big farms, too, some of them. mm mm-hmm. Uh, So that was really, really cool. But just, yeah, driving around there, it was just so pretty. Not, what that one tour guide say, not very many of their original buildings still stand because of, like, the Civil War and whatnot, or the Revolutionary Revolutionary Wars. War, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool though. There was, um, like an, it, like coming into the main portion of Maine, of Portland, of Portland, Maine, coming in the main portion of Portland, you got, um, like a nice homeless camp mm-hmm. there. That was really nice to see coming in. And, uh, and then when we were leaving, there was one bathing in a fountain in yep. the middle of the middle of downtown and yelling, yelling at, at, people. at people. That was sick. Mm-hmm. And then right on like the the main street downtown, just a shit hole.
1: Yeah, there was one tent, and there was just so much garbage. Just around garbage it.
0: everywhere. It's just awesome. I th- I love I love that. Um, you know, it's a good feel. Mm-hmm.
1: Good feel when you got those people. I will all around. say I I did tell Sean it was you in Portland. You didn't see very many like homeless in the actual downtown. Like, they must do a good job of kind of keeping them off the streets and, like, kind of where their camp is. Uh, Because their camp is on the very edge of downtown. Right. But, yeah, walking... Besides the one guy bathing in the fountain, that was really the only one that we saw in downtown Portland. I think there was a couple that were on the fence. um, And, like, we had saw some cops talking to the two guys. But they weren't, like dirty and had like a whole bunch of stuff with them so
0: and then there was a couple big ass cruise ships oh yeah few, few huge cruise ships
1: yeah that, we did get to see a couple there, of those
0: which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um yeah then where'd we go here we left portland came straight here
1: yeah
0: damn
1: well oh we stopped at uh Glow. Glouc- Gloucester? Gloucester?
0: Yeah, I don't know where the Hammond Castle is.
1: Yes, the Hammond Castle is probably the coolest thing I think we've toured. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, for sure. It is definitely worth going out of your way to go to that. Gloucester? I don't know. Something like that. That's also a very rich city with lots of big mansions, so that was cool. Yep. And then we stopped in Salem as well on our way from Gloucester to. Boston. Yeah,
0: Salem was pretty cool.
1: Salem was really, really cool. It it was really hard to get out of Salem because of traffic and everything. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's lots of stuff to do in Salem, especially if you like that kind of stuff. There's plenty of tours and things you can book. Sean and I are just really... We don't like actually doing anything. We just kind of like walking around, looking at buildings, trying out new food places. Uh, And I think... Salem wasn't the greatest at trying food places. Be careful touching that top thing. (laughs) Salem wasn't the best place for trying food from what we heard. Uh, The visitor centers. Definitely stop in the visitor center. There's some really nice ladies that will tell you everywhere you can go um, and what you should do if you're only there for like a day or two. But they have a really cool pier too with a lighthouse and then you can see like the whole ocean from the end of the pier yeah
0: yeah no yeah sam was cool they also what was cool they had camping right along the uh what what, what was that what's that
1: oh yeah it was like their canal
0: yeah their canal yeah they got a nice camping uh, Mm -hmm. spot along their canal I, i think it's free it looked free yeah it did didn't look clean no um a lot of Pretty weird, dirty people down there too. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's a nice camping area along that canal as well, right in uh, right in Salem. And then um, after Salem, came down to Boston. Yeah, which is good. And then we ate at where did we eat at?
1: Oh, that pizza place that was really good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Some sort, some diner. Yeah. Can't think of what it's called. Um, that place was bomb.
1: It was so good. Uh one of Sean's things that he wanted to do while he was in Boston was step at some places that Dave Portnoy has uh rated. Mhm. Uh-huh. Um first thing, uh so download what's the app? One Bite One
0: Yeah, One Bite app.
1: One Bite Bite app. Download that. Pay attention to Dave's reviews and the people's reviews. Mhm. And then also watch the review before you go.
0: Yeah, it's pretty Im- pretty important. Uh,
1: One place we stopped at, he rated it a 9.2 and we're like, this is awesome. Let's try it out. And yeah. then you look at it and the people rated it like a 7.3 or 7.8 or something. Uh, it was not very good. And we didn't watch the review at first, and then when we did later on,
0: the Pleasant Cafe.
1: Oh yeah, that place was good. So good. Um, once we watched the his rating afterwards, uh, he was definitely like very drunk, and we're like, "This is why he rated it so high."
0: Yeah, it was uh, wasn't that good. No, wasn't that good at all. Uh, but anyways, what can you do? Other, everywhere else we've tried though. From him has been good.
1: Yeah, it's been really it's good. It's been really
0: good. So but yeah, they had phenomenal pizza, great cheesecake. Uh yeah, it's really good.
1: Good beer, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah. The that's been our road trip so far. Tomorrow we go to Providence and New Haven and then on to Philly for a day, and then we're in Virginia Beach for two days. Yeah. And then we'll work our way back.
0: Yeah, I was pretty sick. I've eaten way too much sweet so far.
1: We've had three different cheesecakes in two days.
0: My heart hurts.
1: Uh, the Pleasant Cafe has had the best cheesecake of your cubes. Yep. So.
0: Yep, they're so good. Um, but yeah, anyways, what can you do? Um, so that's vacation in a in a wrap so far. Yeah. One week left. Yes. And um, let's see. Uh, We got to listen to some good Patrick, Beth, David, PBD podcast.
1: PBD podcast and Relay F.
0: And Relay F. Mm -hmm. How much do you love both those podcasts? I
1: actually really am starting to like the PBD podcast. I really am. If you don't like how extreme Andy is, you'd probably like the PBD podcast. And it at least keeps you, like, updated of, like, what's happening in the world. And they're a little more realistic, on, like, the truth behind it, but not, like, not as extreme as Andy, I guess.
0: They are a political show. Like, that's it. That's it. They're a politics show. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So they kind of try to stay, like, middle ground a little bit.
0: They have PBD who sits, he's right but he sits in middle for like the debates yeah then he's got adam who's left and he's got vinny who's right and then they bring people on and it's just an onslaught
1: mm-hmm. that's interesting
0: it's sweet it's it's fun i love listening to them they're super fun um yeah they, they got a lot of good con- content but they had roseanne Barr on
1: that one was awesome um i like her
0: yeah it was really good it it's slid first, but. Yeah, so, but that it, it shows some of their, like, uh, how, how they, how their truth, true beliefs are and stuff, which is, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of interesting stuff there that, that Roseanne was saying that I guess isn't crazy. Um, it sounds crazy, but if you listen to it and hear it out, it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I could see that happening. Um, so PB Podcast has been fun. And then Andy's, uh, always fun. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love how extreme he is because the thing is he's extreme. He gets it like going and crazy but he rarely misses.
1: And he tells you the truth. Tells you the truth.
0: rarely misses.
1: Yeah. That was the one thing about... um, So right now both of them are really talking about the Israeli attacks obviously. And so it was interesting because... We learned more about it from Andy's podcast than we did from PBD. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the motives behind it kind of. And I think Andy's more realistic of like what is actually happening happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And the PBD podcast kind of glazes over it.
0: Yeah, they're kind of just like, oh, it's like they just do the political side of it, not really the like strategic what could possibly be going on side of it. Yeah. And why? why Like, why they'd be doing that and how um, Israel has the number one security system in the world with... uh, It's called, like, the Iron Wall or something. Um, Iron Dome? Iron Dome. It's called the Iron Dome. Impenetrable. Um, And people were able to um, fly over on their little, like, lawnmowers with their parachutes, is what they are saying. Um, But they are able to, like, fly over and... Uh, and like penetrate and then enter Israel, and it's it's just all up like they're all of Israel's <coughs> alarm systems and everything failed failed at the same time. So somehow they were um, the country was uh, completely invaded. You know the country was invaded and like all of their uh, defense systems failed. So okay, well, what's the reality of the the whole defense failing? Um, and then being able to be invaded at once. And like, what could, the what could the actual motives be here? What, what are, what could actually be going behind it and whatnot? Uh, which is neat. But then, so, so that's one side of it, which is fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, you got the people who are like, um, with Hamas, um, saying that Jews should die and stuff like that. Um, and quite anti what is it Semitic yeah yeah anti-Semitic which is a, a neat take on it because um, like
1: we did this once. we
0: did this once 80 years ago and uh, and the fact that people are like cheering on for the the death of Jews is pretty wild and even like Harvard
1: yeah I just yeah uh,
0: Harvard was supporting Hamas and uh,
1: well not Harvard itself
0: Students, sorry, student students, groups. a student student groups at Harvard uh, were supporting Hamas and the like genocide, the killing of the of Jews. Mm.
1: Which, by the way, there's been there's CEOs that are trying to blacklist those students that are a part of yeah. those groups, so yeah, like, they won't get hired.
0: Yeah, which is a really good thing. It's just it's neat that like um I think I think all these people need to go over to Auschwitz. We said that right after we did Auschwitz. We said that, and I think you need to. I think everyone needs to go there and see that. And uh, genocide's not cool. I don't think.
1: No, it's I don't really think not. it's
0: cool. And uh, death to like death to one race or ethnicity, religious religion. Group. It doesn't make sense. Like I like people have some serious issues uh, that they think that's okay, and uh, and it. The the sad thing is a lot of this comes from the left, uh, you know. The all inclusive Democrats of the world are like, let's yeah, Hamas yeah, invade Israel and, and the and the whole like um, Ukraine thing and and how they they want the left wants war. Since when does left the left all inclusive want war? It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Yeah, and
0: if that's the case, dude, like dope, join the army and go over there and fight.
1: Yeah. They
0: won't do. Yeah, you you do it like leave the Republicans out of it. Then um, fund it yourself. Don't don't take our tax dollars. Like take your own money. Go over there. Fight the war yourself. Then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah, that I was the one thing it.
1: Andy was talking about was all the people that were like, I support Ukraine and I support this. And he's just like, yeah, let's see you go over there and support them. Yeah, go over he's and like,
0: fight the war without your guns that you don't that you want to take away. Yeah, like
1: what? They're just going to die.
0: Yeah. Dude. So they want to take the guns away in the US, but they want to send more guns and more weapons mm-hmm. and and military power to these other countries to fight. It's like, what do you what do you mean? Like, what take take guns away here in the US, but ship our guns and our military age males um, to wars to fight wars that we shouldn't be fighting. Right. I, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand. The the more we go on, the less I'm understanding people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just I thought people were like I thought the majority of people were better than this, um. And I still think the majority of people are. It's just the like the news and the media and stuff showing like these people that are crazy. I'm like, dude, it's just they need to show the general population and not promote the the crazy shit yeah I agree cause yeah there's some people that are are pretty sick mhm yeah yeah I know it's interesting it's neat
1: yeah it's been Sean and I talked about how we can't take road trips anymore cause the last time we took a road trip um COVID started COVID started <laughs> that's when they started lockdowns was like on our way back they were starting lockdowns
0: yeah the the, the day after uh the, the the last day of our vacation they started lockdowns yeah We were driving back, and COVID became real. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's neat, dude. And and then this whole like Israel thing, and and uh,
1: yeah, people are people are worried it's it's gonna come here.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's the uh, the very very big concern that PBD talked about and Andy talked about um, was the fact that like Israel, Israel is almost like a Western territory. Um, pretty much everything we do, they do um, or whatever they do, we do. Right. So like we've, we've we are very much in suit with Israel. And so um, with these attacks in Israel and with how many uh, terrorists, uh, Middle Eastern terrorists and, and terrorists in general that came over, uh, came through the border and the House Speaker, uh, one of the individuals running for House Speaker was actually talking about it um was talking about how we've had a bunch of terrorists come into the country. Mm-hmm. Um and so the the thought is or the concern is like are they setting up to do attacks um and invasions like they, they invaded Israel. Are they coming in through our southern border and are they gonna start the invasion here? Yeah. Which is I mean both both of them are very concerned about it on their podcasts as that could be a a possibility yeah. which makes it, it makes sense in the realm of like the southern border has been completely uh on it's been like mostly unchecked they do catch some people and stuff but a lot of people are coming through there's hundreds of thousands millions um unregistered that have came through in the last two years two and a half years whatever
1: mm-hmm. and europe's having <laughs> the same problem too like there are a lot of people that are coming in to their countries unregistered.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's not just women and children. It's like middle aged fighting men.
1: Yeah, it's mainly men. It's not yeah. the women and children.
0: And so when you got millions, millions of men uh, coming in, that's enough to start a revolution for, the, for them to you know invade, start a revolution here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't We're, know if revolu- is revolution the right term. I don't know. if I That might not be the right term. Whatever. But yeah, there's. A, the, there's definitely enough to, to make a big impact.
1: Yeah, for sure. What do you got? Uh, that post from DC Drano, was that uh, how many terrorists they've caught from those countries? Or was that how many? It yeah. might have been. Yeah. If, if you guys are interested in any of these like things, um, an account on Instagram, it's DC underscore Drano. He posts a lot of really good stuff about things that are going on. Uh, he's actually been a huge advocate for the, like, working class people, I would say. Um, and he posted something about, I can't remember if it was, uh, how many have come in, or like they've caught, or like an estimated number of it, I don't remember. Um, but there's quite a few people from, like, the Middle Eastern countries that have come in through the southern border. So that is their big concern is they can come in through there and then go wherever they want throughout the country. Um, it's probably been taken down, on, honestly.
0: Um, I'm not sure.
1: I thought it was the main picture. I didn't think it was, like, the one of his, like, tweets.
0: Oh. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure then. okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's just something. Obviously, that is always going to be a concern is who has come through the southern border.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but now you've got you've got people on the left, um, saying build the wall. We need yeah. to build the wall. Things like that. You've got um.
1: We would have done this eight years ago when Trump first got in.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then you've got like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is like against building the wall. He used obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was the Republican governor of California, I think.
1: Wasn't he a Democratic? Yeah, he
0: had to been a Democratic Yeah, sorry. Democratic well, but he was like, Yeah, don't you know
1: Don't build the wall. Don't build the wall. Racist if you build the wall.
0: And he called like we need to build the wall. We need to build it twice as high, twice as wide (laughs) and whatever. Um
1: Yeah, like we need to protect our people.
0: Yeah. And it's like, oh you know, you could have been pro this seven years ago and look where we would be instead now it's too late it's yeah i mean it's just the like it's the it's the typical boy who cried wolf yeah and so people just aren't these they're too these democrats are late they're too late they're they were so against everything seven years ago and now they're like coming back on it and it's the same thing with like the vid stuff you know all that and all mm-hmm. the jab stuff and, and all that. It's just...
1: But they're not saying they're wrong. They just said, no, we, no, no, we no, need no, to protect no. our people. We need to, We need this.
0: Yeah, there's no admittance to fault by any means. Um, it's just interesting. It's really interesting how, how things are going. And um, people very much get behind certain movements out of emotion. And then we have real life coming into play. And I think it's going to be interesting how your emotions help you if we're invaded. Mm-hmm. If if there's a war in the U.S., I don't, you know, your emotions and and Trump's tweets and stuff. Um, I'm interested to see how Trump's tweets will be affecting you uh, if you're getting shot at or blown up.
1: Your gender won't matter either.
0: I don't, I don't think your gender is going to matter no, and I don't think you're like abortion rights you're gonna be really caring about um, mostly because you're gonna be trying to survive and not being a third and not become a third world country mm-hmm. but um but boy oh boy make sure you're called the right pronoun right now yeah for sure that's what's really important is your pronouns and <clears throat> and not and not seeing mean tweets yeah that's also really important
1: um real quick yeah the you know this we there's always the thing of this could be a cover up for something, right? The timing of this. Uh two scientists in Japan. Oh my god. Um, have traced back the the vid uh, mm-hmm. you can trace back like the mutations. Uh and they found out that both variants, main variants, um, started in a lab. They were yeah. created in a lab.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they came out with that, and uh, at the same time they came out with that, is when the Israel stuff started, and also, um, the same day the Israel stuff Israel stuff started is the same day the U.S. ran out of their strategic oil reserves that Sam and I were talking about on the podcast before the midterm election. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um
1: so we have no oil reserves.
0: Yeah, all the strategic oil reserves that they keep in case there's a war uh is gone and the same day those ran out is when Israel was invaded.
1: Yep. It's great. So I love it.
0: Yeah, is there's some pretty neat stuff going on. And um yeah, and so it could be a cover up mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Um RFK, RFK? Yep. Junior? Yeah. He's now running as an independent as yes. well. That came out.
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. Now running as independent. Yep.
1: Um, and his whole family. Disowned him. Disowned him. Yep. And said so they're not going to support him.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's um interesting world we are in. Interesting how things are going. And um, I'm not excited to see how it pans out i think i i just i hope it pans out good mm-hmm. you know i hope overall it pans out good and there's and everything that everyone's like predicting or worried about is wrong but i also
1: i'm gonna prepare for it
0: i'm gonna prepare for it yeah yep yeah yeah that's all you can do yeah right it really is so prepare for it but still live your life because there's Always a chance that nothing happens and, and the world turns, which would be the ideal situation. Um, but either way, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how it pans out. But it would be really good for the U.S. to uh, start getting their economic situation under control. Start start doing peace treaties again. Get out of these dumb wars. Stop, uh,
1: start supporting our own people.
0: Start supporting our own people. Starting, uh, get our oil reserves, our strategic oil reserves filled back up. Um, it, it bring down our, like, um, national debt. Uh, start lowering taxes. Get rid, of, get rid of the waste in the government. You know, all those things would be, like, good steps to start. Um, actually start prosecuting criminals. Um. Quit with the fucking dumb shit uh, about the minor attracted people and start prosecuting slash death penalty uh, for for rapists yeah. and and molesters and things like that. You know, just like the basic things to make a country a good country with um, with like a solid criminal justice uh, system yeah. uh, would be a really good idea get a good strong economic country Mm -hmm. but anyways we'll see we'll see if any of that actually comes to fruition or not yeah Uh, hopefully it will otherwise we'll become a third world country yeah very fast so anyways guys um vacay's been fun yeah we're gonna probably hit the gym are we gymming or eating first you don't want a gym you are very concerned that i brought that up yep so probably hit the gym and then we're gonna get some dinner yeah dang dude you're excited so thrilled we can get up early and lift 6 a.m
1: anyway get, anyways i hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll um probably podcast in where are we next
0: we'll podcast in virginia beach
1: no we won't because we will not get there till monday
0: holy shit all right so we won't be doing that
1: we'll be podcasting either in uh rhode island or philly
0: That's right, Rhode Island. That's right. Mm -hmm. Sick, sick, sick. All right, gang, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one.
1: See ya.